Welcome to Success at Scale, the podcast that covers business stories from experienced entrepreneurs and startup founders on how to translate business ideas into business results. I'm your host, Greg Stein, and today we're talking with Robbie Cabral. Dude, this guy is amazing. He's the CEO and founder of Benji Lock. Uh, Benji Lock has redefined the personal security experience by using fingerprint and hybrid technology padlocks, bike locks, deadbolts, and so many more things to bring protection with the consumer in mind. This is a big deal. Uh, this is a cool guy. He's got a great story, and, and I just love the guy, to be honest with you. Uh, today, we're going to talk about startups, disruption, innovation, entrepreneurship, and unlocking your fullest potential. So, Robbie, without further ado, welcome, and, and tell us about you. I'm super excited and pumped up to be here with you. Uh, you know, from an entrepreneur to another, I see your journey, and, and I love that. Um, and anyhow, yeah, so uh, to all viewers, this is Benji Lock. So it's actually the first lock that you can open with your fingerprint, uh, just like that. But then also with a traditional key, simple. That's basically the technology in it. And that hybrid technology, we have brought it in in travel locks, you know, TSA approved. We're the only one actually TSA approved lock that goes underneath the belly of the plane and can go in. Uh, the only one. So I'm actually proud of that. Uh, beyond that, we have a sport lock too. Uh, then also a bike lock, the same technology, and also the door lock. Um, you know, and the journey has been exciting. I mean, where do I start? Uh, I'll, I'll make it quick and simple. Uh, the idea started actually after I was laid off from work. I got depressed, overweight, and I said to myself, well, let me just get better, you know, life or whatever, you know, healthy. Um, so I went to the gym, and at the gym, someone left the key inside the locker. And I see the manager come in to try to bulk cut it. And they're swinging at it and, and, and locking it and, and putting drills in it. And I'm looking at all this and I'm like, wow, how come there's not a lock that you can open with your fingerprint, but also with a key? That was my idea. And imagine myself being unemployed. How do I navigate this? So, I, you know, that was the toughest part. But three years working into it, I created a prototype and then I unveiled it at CES. And everyone said, hey, this is a great product. How can I get my hands on it? And I'm like, well, this is just a prototype. Uh, but lo and behold, they had a Shark Tank casting call. Never seen the show. I won't lie to you. Even to this day, I don't see the show. It's no, not my thing. Come but on. Come on. <laughs> it's not my thing. But, you know, I think it actually helped me out because when I went on that show without not knowing much about it, I was very truthful to myself. And that really, um, you know, connected with the Sharks. Um, so, yeah, I did that. The show came in and Kevin told me, hey, uh, I see the future of this. I'll go in all with you if you're into licensing. And I said, hey, I'm all in it because I got, you know, interest from companies. The problem is that no one wants to use your brand. They want to kind of shelve it. And I said, you know, I see Benji Lock as the next, you know, Fitbit or Beats by Dre of Locks. And if someone doesn't want to use the name, then I'm sorry, I'll, I'll keep moving. Uh, but lo and behold, we partner with uh, Hampton Products International. They make all the Brinks locks. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Now, let me ask you this. So before, let's rewind way, way back to the beginning. Were you always an inventor? Uh, I won't say an inventor, but more of a creator. Um, and I think it all started with music. You know, yourself, you're a drummer, right? That's right. You got it right. So, you know, I, I, I always liked singing and uh, that was my thing. And my passion was music. Uh, maybe in the future, I would like to kind of continue that journey. 
uh, once this all kind of settles in. But uh, I love music. So I decided to create a band back home in Dominican Republic. And, and you know, a band is kind of like a business. You know, you're the singer, but you're not the best at drumming or playing bass or playing keyboard. So you need to assemble, a, you know, a whole group of members that are going to help you with that. So I took that same mentality of the band into what I'm doing today, which is basically, hey, I'm not the best at legal. So I'll need an attorney. I'm not the best at IP. I'll need that. I'm not the best at, you know, uh, prototyping or, or product developer. I'll get someone. So I kind of took that mentality of the music to what I'm doing today. And actually, it, it helps out, you know. That's, uh, I mean, you know, I love how you took the transition into, you know, from music into being in the creative world. I talk about this all the time. We talk about people passion, purpose, right? But we also talk about how, you know, specifically at Triple G, we take the creativity, the world of creativity and sandwich it together with the world of business and think about things differently, right? Finding that rhythm, that harmony, that that kind of magic that lies in between. Is that is that something you do in your daily business now? You know, tell us about your role and how you manage the company today. I, I do the same mentality, you know, that that's why I'm very passionate about music. Uh, that's why I decided to, you know, I, I guess we missed each other, but I exhibited at NAM as well because I wanted to get out of, of you know, the hardware world. Basically, yeah. you know, when you come about locks, you know, it's very hardware, one channel, one category. And as a musician myself, I said to myself, you know, I got to go in NAM. Why? Because musicians are always on the go. They need a lock to protect their, you know, cases or, or instruments or mics, percussion, you name it. Um, so I decided to venture that. And that's the way I always see it. Um, I think, you know, I, I really resonate with what you said. If you're not passionate about what you do, then it's not meant for you. Because as an entrepreneur, you go through so many ups and downs. And a lot of the times you're on the high. And then a lot of the times you're on the low. And it's up to you to say, okay, am I able to withstand this and figure things out and continue? or I just drop everything and I'm out. And a lot of the people, they drop everything and they're out. And I'm, I'm the type of person that if you're still passionate about what you do, no matter what obstacle comes in, you're going to still continue because it's your vision and your, you know, so I always take that kind of music creativity approach to what I'm doing today. So, it, it, you know, I, that's why I always say that, I, you know, I'm that, I'm that person that wears many hats because I love to be involved with creativity I love being involved with the social aspects, social media, my designers. I love being, you know, uh, hands-on with the product, the manufacturer. So I like to put my hands into all these different things. Um, and but you also seem very, like, you know, grounded and, you know, just very real. That's one of the qualities I've always just loved about you and our interactions is you're always genuine, you're real, you know, you're down to earth, you're approachable. Right. These are all qualities. I, I have to believe that that's something that you bring to the business every day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, uh, you know, maybe it's because I grew up back in in Dominican Republic. So, I, you know, I kind of come with that humble mentality that, you know, no matter, you know, what things, you know, I I, I guess my mom taught me or, or family members taught me that never expect anything back. You know, you always give, but never expect anything back. And if you want to work hard for something, you got to put your effort in it. And that's always how I've always approached, uh, you know, my life. And I think uh, always being humble, it really helps. You know, I'll tell you this quick bit. You know, when I came uh, to the U.S., one of my first jobs were being being a housekeeper. 
and you know housekeeping and cleaning a lot of stuff that you know in hotels and stuff like that and i learned to you know to deal with everyone from people at the bottom uh to people to the top and and then when you get to that level i guess you always treat everyone the same and that that's that that really it's key in my life no you you're a special guy and and mm-hmm. i i think there's something to be said for for anyone that's listening right now to to be humble but you also kind of touched on something else before we got to the humble part which was persistence right at the same time you're humble and all of this, but you're also very persistent. You're a go-getter and you like to get stuff done. Um, and, and, you know, you're thinking creatively and bringing that passion to it. But there's something to be said for those ups and downs you mentioned. Let's go back to that for a second, right? The entrepreneurial journey is one where those ups and downs happen. And to me, personally, it's what do you do when you get knocked down on the mat, right? What do you do? What kind of person are you at that very moment? Uh, tell us about an experience that you had, you know, when when it was kind of on the downswing, and and what did you do? Well, I mean, uh, it, I could tell many, but for example, you know, when I started creating the prototype and the product, uh, in reality, those were difficult times because it was three years without me really working and just focus on this idea. But also, you have to think about that you have a family, and you know, your wife is working and you have kids and all that to take care of. So. It, it, there's a part of me that I do feel a bit guilty because you have to be a bit um, selfish in a way to really put yourself out there, but also thinking that, hey, you also have a family that you need to kind of take care of and, and figure things out. And, and with time, I've actually learned how to be a better, better parent and a better husband, too, because those were that, that's why I said that sometimes, you know what, I, I've gone through so much that you can drop me down, bring me up and I'll figure it out. Um, and that's one of the things that I, you know, that I really enjoy, I actually enjoy it a lot that when you're kind of in the heat of the moment and things are not going your way, then you got to figure things out. And it's like, you kind of get into a high, I guess, that how do I get to that next level using your own, you know, positive energy and all that, um, because negativity is not going to lead you anywhere. That's for sure. Um, you know, when, when, for example, the art of the deal, if you're trying to do a deal with someone it has to be both parties in the same energy. If not, it's not going to work out. So no, right on, man. So, I mean, you know, let's talk about the entrepreneurial journey just in general, right? Like, you know, uh, you sound to me, who's someone who's like a serial entrepreneur. You, you always seem to you know want to keep inventing and uh, reinventing and, you know, pivoting and moving and, you know, uh, but you, but you do it in such a way that you must have a North star that you're shooting for, right? What is that? What does that North star look like? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, my goal is to, you know, keep that vision alive, the vision that I see for the product um, and for the technology. And in my case, it's one of the things that, you know, Kevin has told me that, Hey, you know, licensing is the way to go for you, Robbie, because in, in a way you're kind of like a one man army. You're doing a lot of things at the same time. Um, but if you think about it, if you put this technology into different categories that actually fits in, now you have a home run. Um, so, you know, we're kind of pivoting in a way now that instead of just doing one type of product, one category, uh, my goal is, which I'm kind of excited about, is now becoming that Intel inside into other industries. When it's now it's gonna be more of the Benji Lock technology in this and that or powered by Benji Lock. So 
Uh, it's exciting. It's a new way, you know, uh, you know, COVID taught us a lot and, and we did, we pivot, we, we did a bike lock because everybody was riding the bike. We did a door lock because everybody was at home, which was great. But then also it's kind of like, you know, during these times now with the whole thing of supply chain, you know, whether it's, we have a recession or not, everything that is happening in the world, especially with factories, as you may know, you know, beyond the U S um, a lot of companies are stepping back. So even when you want to do a deal or something, a lot of companies are really thinking twice before they pull the trigger on doing something because of, you know, the financial st stability in the world right now. Um, so I think it's fun the way that we're uh, pivoting to an, a new path of Benji lock and I'm excited for it. I mean, it's always fun to, it, it's like music. Like you're always creating a new lyric, a new song. So this is like the new song, the new track of Benji lock now, you know, I love it. I love it. Well, all right. So let's let's talk about, you know, you talk about the world and where things are like, what do you think the state of the world is going to be, you know, next year, you know, as we go into 2023? Do you think it's going to be funky? You think it's going to be opportunity, challenging, all the above? Wow, that's interesting. Uh, I see a lot of opportunity, you know, uh, but I know it's going to be a little bit challenging in the in the first part of the year. Um, and I kind of noticed that because, you know, I, I did a, a did some at Civits this year, but even now with CES coming up, um, you know, I am attending, I'm being part of it, but we're really not exhibiting this year um, just because the hurdles of financial and all that. And now you got to figure out, okay, that's one of the biggest shows that I always attend, but this year I'm not really exhibiting, but I'll be attending, I'll be speaking, I'll be part of the journey because I love CES. I mean, CES is like- We'll get together, my man. We'll get you know, together. We'll home away fun. from home. And I'm sure you're going to be there too. And oh, you know, I'll be right there with you, man. We'll, we'll make yeah. up for that exhibit. Don't worry about it. We'll talk. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's exciting. So uh, um, I don't know. I, I see it uh, very oppor opportunistic, yeah. uh, but also challenging, but that that's good though. I mean, because if there's no challenge, then- a anyone could do it or anyone would just, you know, do, do it or be in business or you know, no one will fail. And it's actually good to be in those situations. I think there's a theme though, which is, you know, look, next year it's going to have challenges. It's going to have issues, but you know what, what year hasn't had challenges and issues, especially the last couple of them. I mean, really it's been, it's been a funky time. So, you know, but the people who are out there with positive attitudes like you, who are bringing something new and fresh and different, who are trying new things, who are getting up off the mat, all those things we just talked about, those are the people who are going to win, right? So, I mean, there is a theme in all of this, which is, you know, extreme positivity, but also putting some skills together with it. So what is your definition of a successful business? What is success? Well, success will be... Uh doing something that you love and you're passionate about and getting from point A to point B and going through all those hurdles, but you actually feel that you accomplished something. I went to the CES show, the innovation manager at Ace Hardware, her name was Maya. She came in and she said, wow, I want that product. How can I get it? And I'm like, well, I'm not ready yet, but we stayed in touch. We stayed in touch. We stayed in touch. And three years into it, that relationship that we managed to, to did, do at CES, it actually flourished because then the product went national on, on all Ace Hardware stores. So that's the beauty of networking. It, you know, it, it kind of ties in with the Ace Hardware was that for me, for example, like seeing my kids kind of seeing where it was when it was a prototype and literally a prototype that barely worked. 
And then a couple years later, we go to a local Ace Hardware and then my kids are like, hey, daddy, there's the Benji lock. And I'm like, wow, that's a sense of accomplishment because it actually teaches them that, hey, anything you want to do in life, you can do it. If you work hard at it, you can make it happen. Don't believe the naysayers and the people that say that you can't do this or you can't do that. It doesn't matter because one thing I've learned is that everyone puts a, a little bit of passion into something, but a lot of them quit. And my Taha has always been, I'm kind of old school. So I have a little notebook. And on the daily, I wrote, I write things of what I need to do. And even if I don't accomplish the, the list of 10 or 15 in the day, every day I accomplish a little bit, I'm getting ahead of many people already. Um, I'm a bit traditional in that way, but it actually helps for me, you know, works for me. I love it. I love it. Um, let, let me ask you this, you know, it, it's not the, you know, always easy out there. Right. And a lot of people have been struggling the last couple of years, you know, uh, even now today. So like, what kind of practical advice would you have for any of our listeners that are struggling right now? Um, what would you tell them? Yeah, it's one of those things that, I, you have to try to figure out how you can stay lean in a way, the leaner, the better. And I know it's, it's, it's a grind sometimes. Uh, but if, if you actually are able to, to stay lean, you know, I've always worked from home. So even when COVID hit, it really didn't affect me because I've always worked remotely. I've always worked from home. So it really wasn't an issue for me. Um, but I know that for, for a lot of people, they had to get adjusted, you know, and, and for me, I've learned that kind of keep it as lean as you can. And of course, there's investments that you have to do here and there. But if you can keep it as lean as you can, depending on where you're at, it, you know, it really helps. And, and again, you know, it, it is tough because I'll tell you, it is tough if you're if you have your business in a financial struggle that you're dealing with bills and all this stuff on the daily. And you're like, wow, how am I going to get out of this? But believe it or not, those are the ones that if you figure things out and you get to that next level, then you're going to look back at those moments. You're like, wow, when I was feeling that everything was kind of shutting down and dying, look where I'm at now. So that's the way I see it. You know, you just got to keep pushing in just a positive pushing. Yeah, right on, man. Just keep pushing. There's a, there's a thread here, man. I'm, I'm telling you. All right. So back to you for a second. What's your biggest passion? What what drives you? What what motivates you? There's a couple of things that really uh, I'm passionate about, and it's always a uh, uh, you know, kind of giving uh, my own uh, personality and passion to to the business because a lot of I always get emails once a while, once in a while in a week. Hey, I really like what you have built up, and you're an inspiration, and I, I like your journey and all that. So I really, I really like that because it, it it means a lot to me because I feel like a lot of people can connect with my story, whether you're you know lame, being laid off from work. Worst time of the year and in Christmas time. And then you're thinking, okay, what am I going to do next? And this idea comes in. But then a lot of the times you have, you know, people around you that maybe don't want to support what you're doing, but how do you battle through that? And that's what I, why I'm a believer that, you know, always, always keep it positive. And, you know, and if, and if negativity comes one way, you just get it in, get it out and, and, and keep it, you know, grounded. And one thing that, that Kevin told me too, uh, He's always told me that, hey, Robbie, always keep it grounded because this is always an up and down, always an up and down. You're on a high, then you go on a low, then you go on a high, then you go on a low. But if you keep yourself grounded, it will pan out later on. It's it's not an overnight success. You know, 
it, it always takes some time. So uh, it's up to you to be uh, persistent. And, and I think that's what, you know, the whole Shark Tank platform, they like. You know, the sharks, what they really like is that an entrepreneur goes in and if it doesn't matter the obstacle, if, if they were able to withstand all these different obstacles and still keep themselves afloat, then they know they have someone that they can rely on. And I think that's what, in my case, they really like about me that how you overcome, you know, being laid off from work, you didn't raise any money, you did this on your own. Uh, I didn't even did a, a, an Indiegogo or Kickstarter at the time. I did this all on my own. Amazing. So it, it, what, what, that's one of the things that they really like that, hey, if you were able to withstand that and get to this point, now let's help you up a little bit. Let's see what you can do next. So, um, and, you know, it, it all goes back to that same message. Never expect anything back. You know, I'm, I'm always a giver and things will work out later on, you know. Ah, I love it. I love it. You are an inspiration, my friend. So, all right. So who's your biggest role model? Who, who do you look up to? Well, I will say personally, um, I, I think my mom is one person. Uh, and I say it in a way because, you know, growing up back home, you know, from a divorced uh, parent, uh, my dad left when I was like six months old. He was never there. So I always saw my mom working, you know, on the stop on the daily to make things happen, to get things on the table for me to go to school and all that. So so I, I, I you know, part of me feels that, you know, she worked so hard for me to at least advance in life. And I think I always take that, you know, as an inspiration because I see how our parents work on the daily to to bring your family together and all that. And, and as a single parent, it's difficult. So that really created what I am today that I'm, you know, try to be very independent, very humble, never expect anything back. Just work hard for what you, you know, for what you want and, and things will, will pan out and, and just be patient. You know, sometimes things just don't happen so quickly when you want it to. but when it does, you'll be like, wow, that was, that was worth it. It was worth that journey, you know? Wow. Ravi. I mean, this is just what a privilege to, to talk to you today. You have such a great energy. You are grounded. You are humble. And, and as I said earlier, I think you're the genuine article, uh, not only in, in your character, but also in everything that you're working on and you've achieved so far. And it sounds to me like you're just getting warmed up, right? Is that fair? Yeah, I, I think we're just getting started. Uh, you know, it, it's always a journey uh, and every path teaches teaches you something new and and I'm ready for the new ride, you know. Well, here, here's to what's next uh, for you, my friend. Uh, let me just ask you one last question. Where can listeners find you online? Uh, probably, you know, through uh, BenjiLog.com. We're, we're redesigning a new website coming in, uh, but then on LinkedIn as well. I'm always there. Um, and, you know, and we have the same, you know, I handle, we handle all the social media for the brand and all that. Uh, Benji Lock, so Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I can be reached. Amazing. Well, uh, Robbie, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, especially, ladies and gentlemen, the poor guy just got COVID uh, and he looks great. I mean, you look great, my friend. But uh, anyways, thank you so much for being with us. 
Uh, hope you feel better and uh, keep doing all the wonderful things you're doing. For anybody that's listening, thank you so much for joining us. What what a fun day this was. Uh, please do all that social media good stuff. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, we'd love to uh, spread the word of all these great things that are happening here at Triple G with our partners, with our friends. Uh, and uh, we hope to see you next time. Until then, peace. Peace.